Welcome to Theological Grazing. I don't know if I can fully articulate this as well as uh, I wish that I could. I think that there's been several conversations I've had with others that I could have just recorded and would have been better as far as what I'm trying to work through. But I've had a handful of conversations in the last year or so, probably even more, but a couple of them more recently come to mind where there's this feeling that there are some in the reformed world that really like a kind of uh, I I don't mean this in like a way to be um, mean or or uh, to even say this is wrong uh, per se so please don't hear this in a purely negative light but I can't think of a better word than bland uh, that there are many in the reform world that have a kind of bland understanding of the Christian life of the worship of the church, of, of uh, you know, kind of the way that that uh, things should be done for Christians. And maybe another way to put it would be, you know, not just that, you know, there's a kind of bland view, but a, a view that there's a really um, particular way to do things and you don't, everybody should be doing it the same way. Everybody should have this same kind of bland vision uh, for the Christian life. And, and if somebody moves beyond that, they start to get into territory where, um, you know, they, they're moving away from uh, what is seen as the, the reformed faith. And I've had a couple conversations of people who, who feel this uh, kind of tension in a sense or, or feel that this is something they've encountered. And I would maybe analogize it to and I don't think this is true of just the reform world, by the way. Um, it just happens that that's the world that I live in and breathe. You know, I, I live in and breathe in and, and swim in and, and love and uh, give my life for. So that's why it's specific in this way. But I don't think this is exclusively true of the reform world. Um, although it may, uh, the reformed, modern reformed, theology might draw people that uh, would lean personality-wise in this direction. And I'm wondering if we could analogize it to, you know, there's there are people in the world that don't um, want to uh, have any kind of, you know, change up in their schedule, in their diets. Um, they maybe have a very kind of, you know, um, regular, uh, what I think is good, but, uh, you know, maybe you would say boring, uh, way of how they eat. They just like, they're just having meat and potatoes every night, right? It's, it's just meat and potato, uh, life. And they like that. Or maybe it's, you know, Hey, every night of the week we have this particular thing and we do it the same way all the time. Um, and that's a fine thing. There's nothing wrong with this. That's what I'm trying. I want to, make clear, I'm not saying that there's anything uh, wrong 
about that. Um, the problem comes when the person who doesn't like spice or a lot of different flavors and wants something that's a bit more bland and they think that everybody else needs to eat that way too. In other words, when the the person that likes the boring meals wants to also be the chef. (laughs) And um, God bless them, but probably the person that doesn't uh, enjoy variety um, is not the the ideal person to be the chef, to be setting the menu uh, for everybody. And I, I don't, man, this is why I said I don't know if I'm, actually going to be able to uh, communicate this quite the right way. But I think that because this is something that's come up in, in multiple different conversations, um, that this is a, a, a kind of personality that some of the reformed world has taken on. But I don't think it's ne- necessary. I don't think it's, it's part and parcel to, uh, say, reformed theology. Uh, it just so happens that we we do often fall into a, a rhythm or a routine that says, well, we don't need any spice. We don't need any any change. We don't need any any uh, you know um, difference in in how we worship and how we um, you know live out the Christian life. But I think it'd be good for us to think of. How no, actually, um, there's going to be different ways. The the bare bones of what worship is, what the Christian life looks like, is the same for everybody. But the way that's lived out is going to be different contextually. And to try to force one particular um, view, and I just you know I just realized, is this just because of the like the very Dutch roots of so much of the reformed world right now? Maybe that's it. Maybe it's because you do have particular denominations, particular uh, parts of the reformed world that are um, primarily one, uh, you know, one ethnicity. And so they have kind of a, yeah, this is how you do things. This is, this is the way we always do things. And I wonder if that's why there's this tension being felt by some. Anyway, um, I got to stop there because I've got to go to a meeting. But that's uh, maybe uh, totally unhelpful and maybe a kind of helpful idea or thought. Well, that's all, folks. If you could help me out, rate and review this podcast, share it with a friend, go ahead and email me if you have any questions. We're out.